720 WGN. One of my favorite weekend shows on WGN is Eye on Travel with Peter Greenberg. Because, Peter, I I love your integrity. It seems like most people that want to cover travel, they try and curry favor with cruise lines or airlines to get their free trips. But you call everybody out, and I love that about you. Well, thank you. Listen, you know, when they deserve it, we got to talk about it. Absolutely. And I just don't know a whole lot about this visa. I read that anyone traveling to Europe in 2024 uh, has to be aware of this new requirement that is for U.S. passport holders, and it means we're going to have to apply apply for authorization through the European Travel Information Authorization System. (laughs) Well, I can't even say, what is this about? All right, let me explain. It's another electronic visa. It's been put in place for years in countries like Australia, and now we we do it for the Europeans coming to America. It's called an ETAS, Um, and it's the same thing. It's an electronic visa that will cost you some money. It's not a lot. It's about 8 to $10. It's a little bit of an annoyance, but they're doing it almost in reciprocity to what we require from Europeans visiting the U.S. It's been supposed to go into effect two years ago. Then they kicked the can down the road. Then this year, now they've announced for sure now it's going to be January of 2024. So if you have plans to go to Europe between now and the end of this year, you're not going to need it. But if you plan to go anywhere after January 1st, you will. You're going to have to go online, fill out the forms, pay about 8 to $10, because if you get to the counter or the, or the departure gate and you don't have it, the airlines are on notice that they cannot board you on the flight or they'll be fined. So it's no different than not having a passport. So that's the plan. We're going to watch it carefully because, Lisa, they kicked it down the road before. They may do it again. Mm-hmm. But at least at this moment, they're announcing it for January of 2024. And everybody is having a difficult time trying to get their passport in time for travel. Is this going to be an issue where we can't get our hands on one because there's too much demand, or can we do it online? No, no, you should. Look, they they were going to talk about doing passport applications online. It really hasn't happened yet. You need to apply either through the post office or through a U.S. passport agency, but do it now. The the waits before the summer were anywhere between 9 to 12 weeks. Now they're back down to between 7 and 9 weeks. That's over two months. And, you know, you don't want to wait till November to find out you can't go somewhere in, in January. So if you have a chance now, apply for it now. And are you in Vegas today, Peter? No, today I'm actually a little further away from Las Vegas. Today I'm in the church and Caicos. Oh, my gosh. David Hochberg, uh, one of our guys who also has a weekend show, I think, is there. You're not traveling together, are you? <laughs> I don't think so. No, but I'm down here working on my show and, and flying back to uh, flying back to New York tomorrow. Okay, I was reading your website. This is Peter Greenberg, host of Eye on Travel. You can find him at petergreenberg.com. And you're talking about the brave new world of prison tourism. This is a thing? It is. Most people don't realize this because it's usually not on anybody's bucket list to visit a prison on vacation. But every state prison, with very few exceptions, uh, they allow visitors in one area, uh, unless you're visiting an inmate. And that is they have a prison gift shop. And some of the most interesting things are made by prisoners that are actually for sale. And uh, it's leather crafts and, and other stuff. Uh, it's, it's, if you have nothing else to do and you're near a prison, you know what? I, I make a point of going by and seeing what they have for sale. Oh, my gosh. I, I pass some on the way out to my farm on the weekends. I'm surprised by that. Anybody can go into a prison gift shop? Yep. It's for the public. And uh, you know what? It's Sometimes it's a little bit a different experience than the outlet malls, I'd say. But at yeah. least it's something you haven't thought about. And you know what? And you end up buying some stuff you never thought you'd even see. Interesting. What else is making news today in the world of travel? 
Well, what's making news today is heat. And let me explain. Heat affects airlift. And so if you thought airlines were delayed or canceled already, how about passengers having to get off planes because the plane actually weighs too much to lift off uh, because of the heat? So you, if you want to double whammy, try a 95-degree day in Denver, Colorado. You have now altitude and heat affecting lift. So we're seeing that not just in this country, we're seeing it overseas. Right before the plane's about to leave, they have to make an announcement and, and basically force anywhere from 10 to 20 people off the plane literally because they, they are too heavy to, to, to make their numbers to be able to lift off safely. We were talking to Tom Skilling about that yesterday. It was something I was unaware of, but I'm reading more about it. That's interesting. What happens if you have a trip planned to Greece and Greece is on fire? Um, is this a call that most of us should buy the travel insurance? Well, the travel insurance you need is trip interruption and cancellation insurance. It only kicks in if your trip is postponed or canceled by the provider, not because you're not going to go. Uh, but look, you have, we have issues, whether, whether we have weather issues or, in this case, extreme fire issues, where things get canceled simply because they're on fire. Uh, you have to read each policy carefully for the language. Whatever you do, do not buy it online when you make your airline reservation because you, know, you can't complete the transaction online unless you just opt in or opt out of the insurance. But you have no idea what you're covered for. And worse, you have no idea what you're not covered for. So go through a travel agent or a travel advisor have them go through the hieroglyphics of that policy language so you know what you're covered for and, most importantly, again, what you're not. And depending on the investment you have in the trip, that's when it makes a good decision to buy the insurance. And about how much does that cost, or is it just based on the price you pay for the trip? In many cases, it's a percentage of the actual cost of the trip, but the premiums can run anywhere from 7 to 14% of the cost of the trip, depending on how, how good the policy is. Yeah. You know, we just hate buying insurance that we don't think we need, but that's the game, right? Yeah, yeah, until you need it. Yeah. Um, and, re- and remember, that's just one kind of insurance. There's also medical evacuation and repatriation insurance that everybody should buy. Uh, whether you're going to uh, Schomburg or you're going to Sicily, it doesn't matter. You need to get that because a lot of your own personal health insurance won't cover you, especially outside the United States. There's a usual annual premium. It runs about $600, but it's an annual premium. You can do it for families and for, in terms of significant others as well. And what it provides for in the good policies, if you get sick or injured overseas, they will pay to get you medically stabilized in that location. They'll consult with your personal physician. After all, who knows your medical history better than your own doctor? And then after that consultation, and depending on your condition, they will fly a medically equipped plane to you and then fly you to the doctor and medical facility of your choice. That's the policy you want. That's the policy you need. And tell me what it's called again. Medical evacuation and repatriation insurance. Okay. I think you sold me on that. We've got like 60 seconds left. What are the big deals? Places to travel this fall that won't break the bank? Well, believe it or not, it's going to be Europe. But only after about September 8th, we're going to see airfares start to drop. They need to drop. We've seen coach airfares this summer round trip to Europe as high as $2,300, Ridiculous. Now we're looking at some of those fares already in the computer systems that are running, let's say, between New York and London, about 480 round trip. That's much more reasonable. So after September 8th, that's when you look for it. Skip lagging. Um, we saw what happened with the kid in, uh, on an American airline flight. Is that something you think will come to an end, or will people still tempt it? Oh, they'll still tempt it as long as they can try to get away with it. But remember, the airlines have more sophisticated algorithms now. They know when you're going to do it, and they can, under their condition of contract, throw you off the plane and make you pay a much higher fare, not recommended. 
Thank you so much, Peter. Have a great time in Turks and Caicos. You got it, Alicia. Travel expert and host of Eye on Travel. That is Peter Greenberg. His website is petergreenberg.com. Hey, Steve has your news coming up next on 720 WGN. (laughs) 